live. We're live here. We're, we're live. Welcome, did it. Welcome to the show. 3, 3K, 3K, 3K. Welcome to Breaker and BS, BS, BS. Yes. BS. We're the Breaker and BS. Uh, I'm Gable. I'm Dave. We're, yeah, here we are. We're, we're here to give you knowledge because we're smart. Yeah, we know what we're talking about. We don't know anything. No, we're not. We're so stupid. Yeah. But welcome to our show. We're gonna we're gonna this 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 week well we're gonna finish up the destruction tour. Oh, I didn't write down where it was at. Oh no, yeah I did. It's where a, what was that? Where shut up. So we're gonna do the last night of the destruction tour, which will probably be a little more uh take a little longer than the first two nights just because I, I felt this was a better show, but we'll do that. First I wanna go over a couple short WWE notes. I don't know if it's things you've heard or not that some things that I, I found minorly interesting. So I figured we'd go over some of those. It's probably the best word to uh, preface stuff with. So, gal. Than anything the WWE does, yeah. Interesting. It's not good or bad ever. Just interesting. Man, we're really getting we're right at, into we're it. We're at an hour and five minutes already. This is uh, crazy. That nuts? No small talk this week. Just straight into fucking. Right? Yeah. So what'd you read? Come on. Oh, uh, I didn't read nothing. What? I heard stuff. All right, what'd you hear? The fuck you! <laughs> the fuck you think this is? You're not my boss. Oh yeah. So apparently, um, <laughs> I don't know if you've heard about this. On I think it was on Raw last night. Uh, Brie Bella fought Liv Morgan. God, the Bellas suck, dude. So I don't know if you heard how Brie Bella has just been doing shitty in her matches. She did a dive and almost killed herself. She landed on her fucking face. Dude, I saw that one. It was yeah. funny as shit. This one wasn't as funny because it wasn't her. Um. That, that it happened to. So she's doing the fucking Daniel Bryan yes kicks. You know how they're on their knees and they just kick him in the yeah. chest. She's doing them to Liv Morgan. So she kicks her right in the fucking head and knocks her out and she's falling down. She kicks her again in the head. And what? fucking Liv Morgan got not legit knocked out in the ring. Really? Yeah. And uh, I had a concussion. I Everyone assuming she had a concussion at the least. And dude, they didn't fucking like... They didn't stop. They didn't... She got back in the ring and she did stuff afterwards. Really? And everyone's like, why the fuck would WB not stop the match or like pull her out of it or something? Let's see. <clears throat> like it was, it was, oh, we're going to watch it here. I think it's the one coming up right here, right there and then right there. The first one, the first one knocked her out and she started falling and then she kicked her again. See, she's rolling her around. She, after she pulls her into the corner. Dude, dude, she can't even stand. <laughs> yeah, dude, she's out of it, dude. But she, she, the ref is doing nothing. Alvarez and Meltzer were talking about this. The ref just stood there and did nothing. Like he didn't throw up the X. He didn't do anything. And like she could have, she could legit have a neck injury. They don't know. And they're just still doing shit. Like, because where I heard about it was listening to Alvarez and Meltzer talk about it, and they brought it up, and they and they were right. They're like, this is shit that would happen in the fucking 90s or something. Like, this never happens nowadays. Normally, they, they fucking stop the match or pull the person. What if like, it's faked and just really fucking, like, well done? Uh, I, don't, I don't think it was. No? No. No. You need to throw up an X? No. Yeah, that was that was. How, how do we know it's real and not fake, though? Well, because WWE isn't good at making real things like, like when it was it was reported everywhere that it was real. Like, w, like okay, 
Alexa Bliss, they said that her arm got injured by Ronda Rousey. That's fake. Everyone knows it's fake. Like, you can tell, like, real injuries from fake injuries just by the way they handle them. Liv Morgan's dead. And by simply also watching it. Like, you can tell. Yeah, I guess you could tell. It definitely hit her knee. Yeah. Um... So that was interesting. Um, so this is um, something else. This this is just this made me <clears throat> laugh when I didn't watch Raw and Alvarez was talking about this. He goes, "This this was fucking ridiculous." So so Owens is fighting. Um, I think he was in a match with Bobby Lashley and someone else. And uh, Leo Rush is out there, which I haven't really watched Leo Rush at all. But so Bobby Lashley gets thrown out of the ring. Okay, he's just outside the ring. Leo Rush jumps out of the ring. Kevin Owens runs out to start ch- runs out to start chasing him. So he's chasing Leo Rush, right? He trips over Bobby Lashley, and the ref declares Wait, that who? he B- Owens, Owens trips okay. over Bobby Lashley. The ref determines that he illegally kicked him outside of the ring and disqualifies him. What the fuck <laughs> does that even mean, dude? <laughs> I was like, I don't understand. Are they just making up rules now? What the fuck? I have never ever heard of anyone being disqualified for just kicking someone. Like I was like, what? And outside of the, I, dude, I didn't understand. I was dude, very. If they're going to go as far as to do that shit, anytime someone who is not tagged in during a tag team match does any sort of a move, they should immediately be disqualified. Dude, immediately. I didn't plug this in. They are <laughs> super duper insanely I, fucking um For a split second I thought you meant the fucking mic. Uh, I was like, uh oh. That doesn't seem We're gonna record while we're talking. Hey we're okay, so I so accident, see, I accidentally bumped my super touchy laptop. Yeah, and, and the it, whole it, thing reset, but it turns out it saved it somehow. So good news everyone. I was sad. I was like, oh man, this means that we have to like, you know, like record that again and it won't be as good. Because that was good shit right there. It worked out. But the Mayon Classic was recorded. And I think two or three nights, and they're just airing it like tonight. They're airing oh, like it every week. They put uh, an episode periodically. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what they're doing with that. But um, what were we talking about before this? Um, the the trip. The, yeah, the we, just we, trip DQ. We finished that. That was stupid. Yeah, we're moving on to the next one. Oh, okay, that's that's, that's all I got for WWE. It? Really, yeah. Dude, they suck. Yeah, there were some things. That the did. writing is just awful. Yeah, it's not good. Like, I mean, you can have talent out the fucking wazoo all you want and uh, overproduce the shit out of your show with all these fancy screen boards and shit and lights and fucking in- entrances and but whenever you're, someone's getting DQ'd for kicking someone. And, and I'm a little confused. I, you know, you know. Oh my God! Talk about irony. What are the two things we covered? Owens got DQ'd for kicking someone barely when he tripped, and Brie Bella knocked someone the fuck out, and that match kept going. Kicked her right in the fucking head. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. Dude, it's on the same show. Watch that again while we were waiting for it to, to set back up. And I mean, it's just. I, yeah, he it, was saying. It, like, Gable was saying that you can see Brie blatantly trying to talk to Liv Morgan. It, it's a, it's, like, a, it's a kerfuffle. Is a kerfuffle or is the right word? Did I use that right? That's whenever you like kerfuffle. You jerk some guy off before the porn starts. No, no, I think this is a legitimate ker fluff kerfuffle. Well, fluffing is is what I'm talking about when you jerk. What a guy is that? Uh, a disturbance or commotion typically caused by a disp- dispute or conflict in all the ker. Wait, I don't know if that's covered, but I don't know if that's what this is. It's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a conundrum. Sounds like a kerfuffle to me. I wanted to say kerfuffle. It's a fun word. I think it's also a Pokemon based off my Google results. Ah, that's good. 
Is it? You, you have any questions about WWE? What they've been doing? Okay, so I, I think I'm gonna watch the Australia show only because that's their October pay per view. No, no, no. The Women's Evolution is their October pay per view, and I really don't want to watch that. So I think I'm gonna watch the Australia show instead. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna take a hard pass. You're not gonna watch any of it. No, but I, dude, I'll we, watch the next takeover. We got a it. we got a busy weekend coming up. We got Death by Dishonor and the fucking um, Long Beach show, Fighting Spirit Unleashed or something like that. We have both those shows this weekend. It's gonna be crazy. We're gonna get fucked. Effed in the A, man. Effed in the A, baby. So let's get right into it, man. Let's uh, the third night of the Destruction Tour, Destruction and Kobe. Kobe, whatever it's called. Yeah, Taguchi wins the IGPW Heavyweight Championship. Yeah, yeah, he's the six, 16 time mm-hmm. IGPW he's champion. Won. I don't um, think he hasn't been one, huh? No. Uh, this is the September 23rd show. Uh, I, as I was saying, I think this was f- better than the first two shows. Um, but let's let's get right into it here. I uh, like my notes. Like like <laughs> the first Young Lions match is one of my largest notes. Really? Yeah. Um. Well, the, I'll, I'll just the throw other off names. I, no, I just purposely put Young Lion versus Young. Dude, Lion. I put Young Lion versus Young Lion with the with beard. <laughs> that way, that's I can really tell the funny. Di- that's why I can tell really the difference. Are you you go over this because I have no notes. Um, and I, I just want to start off by saying that once the match was over, I I, I feel like I should have given it more attention, and it probably was better than I thought it was. But go on. Yeah, I mean it was it was a pretty good match as far as young like I wouldn't put it like anywhere up there with like like uh like a like a, a regular versus a regular. They're both but... better than Kenny Omega, right? Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Um You know Omega's symbol is the Omega symbol, you know. I don't know if you No fucking way dude, he has a new shirt up that's really cool. It's uh it looks like him but as like Omega Red from uh the X Men comics. The Omega directive was in Star Trek. That's that's something. Yeah, but what about that that crystal that everyone holds? The Omega crystal? No, the crystal that no one talks about. It's just Captain Picard holds it, not everyone. Okay. He's the only one. In every episode. In like probably 70 of them. (laughs) Every episode. How many are there? Uh, 25 times 7. Probably like 150, so like half of them. Okay. It's every episode, but whatever. All right, sir. Um, you are the expert. I do. I watch Star Trek way more than you. Hold on, I'm having. I don't even watch it. You, you watch Star Trek way more than you have your notes prepared. Well, the issue isn't with my notes. The issue is with my fucking phone. I want. I want the screen to stop turning off. So you can look at your notes. So I can look at my notes. So it is an issue with notes. And I also want it to be brighter. Come on, be brighter. There yeah. We why go. is it so stupid? There we go. I can see now. Everything <gasps> oh, is no. fixed. What do you do? Oh, never mind. I I, I gotta do my lucky draw I things. Fix it. All right. So young lion versus young lion with beard. Uh, <laughs> first, right off the bat, I'm gonna tell you this was a three star match in my opinion. This Which is, is probably good for a one, young lion match. Yeah, one of my favorite young lion matches I've ever seen. Um, let's see. Young lion with beard really r- ran through the other young lion at one point, and it just really fucking bulldozed them. Um, you don't remember much of this match. I'm betting. Um. I did and bad. but but I'm dude, embarrassed by how but, bad I but did he remember. ran through him so hard, and I don't think he's like used to putting up big blows like that because he immediately grabbed his chest for a second. I think he broke like the story for a second, and I grabbed his chest out of pain, really? and then went back to went back to the show. But it was <laughs> kind of funny. I don't know if he, like it was he did it like to sell or something, but it, it looked it looked legitimate. Like he like didn't realize how hard he was gonna do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
the false finishes uh, for this match would have been really great, but it makes me really appreciate in other matches how impactful a big move right before a false finish can be because they really can't do many. Yeah, big their moves. false finishes. Are, I mean, yeah. As, but when you look line. at it that way, though, that I mean, it's if a young line versus young line, they can't do big moves, so they're not going to win by a big move. So a non-big move could do a false <laughs> finish, you know. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you know what I mean. If they can't do a big, but move, it, not, but like it's not like I'm not saying it makes the like the the false finish any better, but it's the the like excitement of like holy fuck, how did he kick yeah, out of that yeah, type yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. Um, uh, it ended in a draw, which was I was not expecting, and bearded young lions showed a lot of drive in finishing the match. Whenever he was. Like I, I like to see that from like it's a cool it's it's a cool characteristic characteristic of the young line to really like push himself past the bell ring and he's holding his his uh the signature the young the, the signature young lion Boston crab uh, for a few seconds after the bell so it, it is definitely a characteristic you like to see in the young lions okay well let's, um, let's just in their character. I agree. But let's just back up a second. So you said you were surprised when it ended in a time limit draw. Yeah, does this happen a lot? This is this is their fifteenth time limit draw match. I don't remember any of them. And I remember at least two to three, at least two of them. I remember the. I remember two these, of their previous these matches. A lot. Yeah. What's the, their fifteenth one? Why don't I remember any well, of them? This is the thing. I feel like I was cursed. Because the fact that I was like, oh, it's them two. It's going to be a draw. Like, I that might have taken you, me out of it. And you not knowing that, maybe that's why you're able to appreciate it so much more. Because I, I was like, okay, this is going to be another 10-minute draw, whatever. And I, like, kind of checked out during some of it. And then after it was over, Kelly mentions this is her 15th one. It may have... Dude, whenever I was watching this, I should have prefaced the, the, the my review of the match with this. I was really hopped off on, like... Coffee and I don't drink coffee itself. What's wrong no, with shut you? up! I, I don't drink coffee itself as often as I used to, oh and I I get a more like focused um, caffeine high. And I was like really excited to watch wrestling, and I was like, "Oh, cool! This is great! This is great!" And normally when I watch a young lion match, I'm like, "I can't wait till this is over so I can watch a not yeah, young lion match." If you turn on WWE, I don't think you'd have been like, "This is great! This is great!" That's true. Shitty wrestling is shitty wrestling. I did like the match. I like how Kevin Smith does fucking podcasts completely high. Other people are like hopped up on fucking drugs, and you're like, I was on some coffee, man. <laughs> I was on some. Coffee. I was on some hardcore caffeine that night. Yeah, caffeine's a fucking drug. Fuck you. Caffeine's a hell of a drug. No, I. I mean, I was just sitting there. I'm sitting. <laughs> I'm sitting there watching this, and I was just like really like fucking excited to watch wrestling i think it was a combination of your excitement and your lack of knowledge that it would definitely be a draw because i was like this is going to be a well draw. i think i also pay less attention to the young lion matches like normally as well okay so we swapped yeah we swapped well this this works out because the next match is young lion and young lion versus rapungi 3k i got no i got no notes and i sound like an idiot saying i was surprised by the ending <laughs> it's only their 15th match it's kind of surprising I, eh, whatever <laughs> Is it normally Young Lion versus Bearded Young Lion, or is it a different it's Young those Lion? Two. Okay, it's always those two that have that draw. Yeah. Really. Yeah, it's not just like a bunch of it, Young Lions. Yeah, it's not like a, a any Young Lion versus any Young Lion fit draw streak. It's those two specific wrestlers are having. This is their those two wrestlers. Did, this is their fifteenth. Did match. they say that? Yeah. 
Did they say after it was, it was their 15th a, after draw? it was over, Kevin Kelly said this was their fifteenth time limit draw. After it was over, but I already knew they. Ha- I already knew that they had a streak. They they've mentioned it at their past ones too. Do you know what also might not help is that I don't know like any of the young lines apart from one another, so I wouldn't have recognized that they were in a match together. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I, I'm an I, idiot. I remember... Basically, I'm an idiot. I, well, yeah. Yeah. I remember Kevin Kelly saying before that they had their 10th match and it was a draw, too. So, there's been probably about five. I mean, any surprise isn't the best word, then. Um, I mean, hey, you I can guess be su- I was surprised. You can be surprised. I'm just very naive. You're allowed to be surprised. Young Lions versus uh, Rapungi 3K. All right, so what notes you got on this? Because I got the finish information. What right. notes you got? Um, it, it was another good developmental match for the Young Lions who were in this involved here. Um, not as impressed because there's some main roster guys versus Young Lions. So the, the 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 main roster guys can really carry the match for the most part. Yeah. And I'm kind of more focused on them to be honest. Um, I, not regard- not on per- not on purpose. I'm not like oh fuck the young lines. Yeah. I'm gonna pay attention. This is like I got after the in regards to what you're saying. I got another long little note. No, like, not long. Like little Yo little. and Sho just have more of a fucking personality than yeah. the young lions, obviously. They're, the so the young lions aren't allowed. They're to. easier. Yeah, they're easier yeah. to pay attention to. Yeah. Um. Still a good match, yeah, nonetheless. Uh, Yo won with a Falcon Arrow and Rapungi. Well, Yo hit the Falcon Arrow. Rapungi 3K won by pinfall. So there's something I want to talk about here, and it's the difference between New Japan and WWE squash guys. New Japan squash guys, for the most part, being the Young Lions. Mm-hmm. Eh, occasionally there's other guys that mostly lose, but it's pretty sure. much always the Young Lions. And then WWE just being any fucking local guy that week that they have to do a squash match, like Braun Strowman. B3 guys, whatever. But not just Braun Strowman, like just new guys. So I've noticed in New Japan, like the Young Lions, like mostly just the fire they have. Like when you watch a Young Lion match, even like with the Young Lions versus Punky 3K, when you're watching it, it seems like two guys that clearly, you know, are brought in to be squash guys, but they're like two guys that are there to win their match and to try to win. Mm-hmm. And they're fired up and pumped and they want to do it. When you watch WWE and you watch two squash guys from fucking Indiana versus a new tag team, you're like, these guys look like they're standing there, they're here to lose, and they're ready to go home. You know yeah. what I mean? Like <laughs> They came to lose. Yeah, yeah. like squash guys in WWE, you're like, all right, dude, he's he's here and he's ready to lose and that's it. Like, you know the Young Lions aren't going to win, but it seems like they want to win and it seems like they're there to try to win. Yeah. To, like, try. And it's just, like, a completely different dynamic when you watch. It just makes it seem so much more real. I really like what you're saying here. Yeah. I really like this. All right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely something I noticed from, like, a lot of watching... A lot of WWE squash matches, you're just like, oh, and it's boring. And it's like, I mean, these aren't super-duper exciting sometimes, but at least they look like they want to win, you know? Like, yeah. But, um, all right, so you ready for the next one here? Yeah. We got Jushin, Thunder Lager, and Tiger Mask versus El Desperado and Kanemaru. Um, El Desperado and Kanemaru jumped Tiger and Lager during their entrance. They used chairs and did a lot of mean things to them. Uh, they are trying to unmask Tiger Mask for a while. You have any notes before the finish? Um, <clears throat> All right, that that silence was because I accidentally had something in my butt. It's taken <laughs> care of. 
Um, you have, <coughs> have any notes before the finish on this one? Um, nothing that I you thought, I'm not going to lie. I thought that said immediately showing their colons. Colons. Because <laughs> I thought of my butt and I was thinking about that. Um, no, nothing really uh, about the match itself that you hadn't already covered with what you said. Um, j- just that Jushin Thunder Liger. Like, I, I was talking about the other night how Suzuki... Uh, is just like it's amazing how he's able to do what yeah. he does at his age, and uh, Jushin might even be older. I think Jushin might be closer to sixty. I think, I think he he's like fifty nine. Right. Yeah, I think he's up there. You um, that up. Th- yeah, but dude, that's like fucking. It- it's incredible whenever you can see guys at-, at that age perform at that caliber. Still, it's also incredible whenever you think how like I'm thirty six and I'm like I can barely move. These bones are getting old. He's, he's These old. guys are like fucking fifty five and they're doing fucking springboard ass fucks. And oh, shit. he's fifty three. Not as old as I thought, but still very impressive. Um, Tiger Mask hit a crucifix pin, and then Tiger and Liger won by pinfall. Looks like for this one, they're setting up a title match at King of Pro Wrestling, it looks like. I'm thinking maybe the show after, um, the Long Beach show. Looks like they're definitely setting up a match. Um, so, here's something interesting that Kevin Kelly mentioned during his commentary, which, just to say, I am super fucking excited for Long Beach. We'll take it from the top. Oh. Oh. Take it from the top. Oh, wait, are we going to start with the WWE stuff again? No. Oh, I didn't understand what you said. Well, no. What? So, dude, the Long Beach show, commentary is going to be Kevin Kelly and JR. Yeah, I saw that shit. I'm happy. I'm very excited for that. But um, Did Kevin Kelly used to announce WWE? He did commentating in WWE in the, in the 90s. For Raw? Yeah, he did Because he, he said Monday nights. Yeah. Um... So Kevin Kelly said that no one has ever lost the title shot after winning the G1, like how they put it up to defend it before to- before uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Apparently no one's lost it yet, which is interesting. So I wonder who's going to be that first person to lose their fucking briefcase after they win the G1. I don't think Tasha- Tanahashi's losing it. I think Tanahashi Omega is pretty much a lock for Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting that no one's ever done it. So that's kind of cool. It's like a it's like a built-in shocking moment for when it finally happens, you know? Yeah, I'm following you here. All right, so next we got uh, Nagata, Tenzon, Kojima, and Nakanishi versus uh, Togi Makabe, Ayato, Yoshida, Taguchi, and Tomoaki Hanma. Um, I, I remember last time we recorded, you were like, we need to try to remember these guys' names, those, those four older guys. The, the, I, I, the... Made, I made a conscious effort to try and do that. And to do it, I'm just only using their last names a lot until I get that remembered. I'm glad you made a conscious effort because I just wrote Blue Justice. <laughs> Blue Justice is Nagata. All right, cool. Tenzon. I thought it was a group of them. Uh, I don't know. Uh, he has, he has, he's always like wearing blue, and I think he used to be called Blue Justice or something. There's the one who pulls his t-shirt up and yeah. he's like a face. To- yeah, he's like, ooh, that, that was racist. <laughs> you had your eyes squinted. I mean, that... Um, okay. What? <laughs> Moving on. Um, <laughs> so, um, uh, not. You so, can read my notes too. Oh, I don't want to do that. Oh, uh, I uh, don't know. Notes, notes, notes. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I didn't really know what to put for this. Wait, match. so how, Taguchi was in a handicap match against four guys? Taguchi and, and Ko. And Ko I oh, okay. And Ko. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute here. So, this is interesting. <laughs> four guys, one Taguchi. I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Kevin Kelly said that Nakanishi is a member of Taguchi Japan. Since when? Yeah, that's a that's a big goof, right? 
Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The big, the big lumbering guy. Yeah, the one who looks like he could shit out a turd the size of me. Yeah, he probably has. But I, I, I never seen him on any on any list that he was in Taguchi Japan. Yeah, I don't know, man. Whatever. I don't know this stuff, man. Uh, Nagati, no, Nagati, Nagata hit a belly to back suplex with a bridging pin, and Nagata Tenzan Nakanishi and Kojima won by pinfall. Yeah, I wasn't. I don't know. It seemed like a. We need to go back. You need to give Sparkle da- Meltzer the Sparkle days for a lot of these. Oh, for the juice? No, I think I think. You didn't give any except for the first oh. one. I thought I did for the second one. I thought I said two as soon as we started. Yeah, you might have. The Rapungi 3K one got two. Um, the Jushin Thunder Liger one got three. This one, I I guess... Uh, <laughs> Nothing, huh? I can't really rate it. I just didn't care. You got to rate it. Uh, two. Okay. It didn't do anything that made me mad. I just didn't yeah. care. Two, two's, like I said, two's that standard. You, you have to do something to make me mad to go down. The standard bearer. All right, so next we got Killer Elite Squad versus Best Friends. KES. KES versus Best Friends. Um, there was a sweet move where uh, I think uh, Chuck E.T. had Archer laying across the guardrail and Beretta jumped off the apron and hit like a fucking Drape drop, double stomp. Yeah, like a stomp, dropkick type move that was really cool. Yeah, I had that, that same note. Uh, yeah. Really good uh, teamwork for their uh, their uh, their uh, little faction. Oh, right? you did it. What's it? Stable? Faction? Stable? Your tag, tag team. team. I don't know. I was yeah. trying. I was trying to expand my vocabulary. Fuck you. Okay, that's not nice. Um, there was a sweet reversal where Chucky e. T was being held for the heart attack, and he ducked whenever um, Kate, whenever they went for the clothesline that I liked. That was a pretty cool move. Um, I like the Trent uh, getting rolled up onto that. Whenever he gets whipped into the corner, he he like he actually flips and lands sitting facing on the out. Outside of the ring, that was really fucking it was talented. A, that, that was a Shawn Michaels move. Shawn Michaels used to do that all the time. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking cool. Yeah, and then another one that they would do is whenever they kind of hit the ropes, but they kind of go head first and do a flip like he did, and they land outside on the apron. Like standing on the apron after they flip that over. scary. Flurry. <laughs> Flurry said, Flurry did this thing. Okay, how, are you, how long are you going to focus on this hair on your fucking face? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Flair. Good? Flair. So Flair used to do this thing where he would do it almost every match where he would get thrown into the corner. He would do the flip thing where he, instead of landing sitting, he would land on the outside on the apron, immediately run to the opposite corner, go up, and someone would just grab him and throw him off. And it would happen every fucking time. Every time he would climb the ropes to do something, the guy would always run and throw him off, but he always fucking did it. It was so fucking funny. But um, woo. um, Archer, uh, Archer's big ass goes for and misses a moonsault off the top rope. Dude, he's a physical motherfucker. He is. He, he is, is a big physical motherfucker. He is. Um, great false finish where Beretta kicks out of the fucking brutal choke slam. He got choke slam real fucking hard. Um, and. Okay, everybody dies. Yeah, dude, that was when fucking Archer started scr- like screaming. Oh yeah, I remember that. Screaming, everybody dies. Everybody dies. Yeah. And I'm like, this is fucking intimidating. Like you're watching. If you're the, like, uh, like I know it's fucking scripted and shit, but like, just imagine being in a real match and like the guy like like just starts like shouting this shit at you. It's, dude, it, if I scary ever, as fuck. If I ever ran into Lance Archer or Davy Boy Smith on the street. Like, it would be the fastest I ever moved. They would blink, and I would be sucking their dicks, like, instantly, so they wouldn't hurt you me. You have to. You Dude, have to. I'd be like, what do I got to do here? Um, okay, so, uh, okay, so, K- Killer Elite Squad hits the Killer Bomb, 
In the middle of the pen, Bretta reverses it into a crucifix pin, and the best friends won by pinfall. I fucking love the finish. Yeah. I love that this finish. This is a like, good match. Dude, I thought it was a really good I thought it was a really good match and whenever they hit that move I was like it's over, it's done. I was super fucking surprised when they did that. So that was a really surprising great finish. I was very excited by it. Dude, if they it, do you realize if they do a uh, best friends uh title run or, or like it, um like getting like them built up to to go up against the young bucks and shit. Um that could be a fucking storyline on being the elite. <laughs> oh, this is true. Yeah, because they're the ones that are fucking doing that that song and walking, yeah, right, and throwing the belts away. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Next we got. When's that coming back? By the way, I'm guessing it's probably gonna come back after Long Beach. Is my guess. That's a good guess. That's what I'm thinking. Cool. Um. Next we have Jay White, Yoshihashi, and Osprey versus Juice Robinson, David Finley, and Toa Hanare. Uh, Juice is a douchebag, and I hate him. Um, so, Hanari's people's chop is lame as fuck. You remember the people's elbow the Rock would do? Yeah. He did all the fancy moving shit and did an elbow drop. Like, he fucking stands there and does this fucking, like, Samoan tribal dance shit and blah, 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 blah. And then just drops the rope and just does a chop. I'm like, this is stupid. I don't like it at all. It annoys me. It's a lot of work and pomp and circumstance for just a chop. Fair enough. A chop. A chop. I mean, granted, the people's elbow is just an elbow, but I also <laughs> thought that was dumb, too. Yeah. I was never like, oh my god, it's time for the people's elbow. At least you're elbow. consistent. Um, I, did, what about... I got really annoyed with fucking Finley whenever he did that, like... Do you hate Finley? I, I really I was, do. Because I was watching this match, I was like, he's yelling about something and Gable's probably getting annoyed he, he's going to make a he, note. He was mimicking fucking uh, uh, Hanare. And, like, like, granted, that could be some just, like, fucking... Um, well, they taunting, made, they made a, co- a comment about on the commentating. Yeah, I, I heard it. That's what I was gonna say. I'm it sorry. was just like between between them because they were like uh, young lions together and shit, right? Yeah. And it's just like it's just them fooling around basically, and I I, I just didn't care. I thought well, I just thought thing. it was like not funny. The reason for it is irrelevant if it annoys you. Yes. <laughs> so there's that. That's yeah. That's what it got. Yeah. I got to there. So. Um, but uh, you like the name Fin Juice? That's what their tag team's called. Is that what it was? They're called Fin Juice. I was trying to remember. I just uh, Juice Finley. I was like, I don't know what it is. <laughs> You're like Juice Finley. A <laughs> uh, bunch of douchebags. Uh, except, except. Uh, yeah, Juice is a douchebag. Damn it! Right. All right, so. <laughs> So how about Aust- Juice? Just needs to be Juice. Just like don't be connected yeah, to Finley or anyone. Just could be Juice. Just could be a singles I wrestler. Punch him in the face. Um. Osprey did a badass fucking move where he was he did a springboard jump onto a rope, jumped across the corner to the other fucking rope, and did a flip to the outside. Is this the thing where the camera cut away right as he was doing it and it was very far away and I was like, what the fuck just happened? I didn't notice that. Something something happened where it went to a camera on the other. Osprey went to do something. I think I think, I think that was it. Yeah, Osprey went to do something and cut away to a camera that was on the opposite side of the ring. I'm like, I, why? I wanted to see him land on them. What? Why do you do that? Well, like it. Cut to the side they were on maybe back to it but it it, it cut away from it so that i don't know so I don't, I don't remember there being any issues with the camera there but i, I don't know maybe you had a different normally feed. you notice that shit yeah maybe you had a different feed than me probably not i mean probably I that was you. really cool he's so athletic osprey took an inside out lariat where they do like the flip when they get clothesline landed right on his fucking head and it scared me I don't know if you saw that one, but like he fucking didn't just land it right on his dome mm-hmm. piece. 
And this uh, this added to all the, the was there stuff that added to the fucking chaos confusion? Oh, yeah. I can't remember. Yoshihashi holds yes, Hanari. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. He grabs Hanari, right? For Jay to hit, and I just go, "Oh boy!" <laughs> I'm like, he's getting hit. And Hanari moves, of course, and White hits why, Yoshihashi. Why didn't Yoshihashi just stop holding people? Just go to. back to the side. He needs to just get on his knees so they just fall over and trip. <laughs> but, dude, I thought it was really funny. Afterwards, when it happened, Jay's yell, Jay yells at Yoshihashi. goes, fucking hold him. I thought it was really funny. to screamed at him. <laughs> Jay White hits the Blade Runner, and Chaos wins by Yeah, pinball. I definitely liked Jay yelling at Yoshihashi, yeah. even though he clearly fucked up. Yeah. Um... How many? Uh, Let's see. I was I was getting mad with the the commentating. This got two stars. It didn't really. I don't do think much you gave me. the stars in the last one. You just said it was really good. Three. Okay. Three. Three. For A lot the of best threes friends. and twos. I well, I need to lead with it. Otherwise, it's not getting done. Okay, so we'll so do when that. we announce we'll the match, that. ask me how many stars. Okay. Um. Yeah, but that that last one was two. This Finley one uh, is two. Um. Yeah, I don't know, dude. The, the other people were trying to talk about the the fucking chaos feud, and it, I was getting frustrated. Maybe I was just like easily annoyed at the moment or something. Um, let's see. Here's the quote. Some some of the quotes. Leave it to me and see what happens. He's talking about the win. I'm like, no shit. He's talking about the win. Like, oh, it was the one announcer you don't like, right? Oh my god, Mark, whatever. Yeah, he, okay, his voice was no, I will admit, his voice was not as annoying in this one because I was paying attention, but go his, on. His quote, he was talking about what, like, what, what, uh, Jay White was saying, leave it to me and see what happens. He's, he's talking about the win. Yes, he's talking about the win. <laughs> what else would he fucking be talking about? Yeah, like, we're not really stupid. You don't have to, like, explain to me, oh, he hit him because he wanted to harm him. <laughs> like, I, I don't, I don't, you don't need to lay it all out for me. He just nailed him with the Blade Runner because he does that when he wants to win the match. <laughs> um, oh, boy. I, I think this may have been rocky. How can you blame Okada when the guy who's manipulating it is in your faction? I guess manipulating the 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 all, all the shit going on, and I I don't know. I got annoyed with that fucking okay, statement. Well, he's the leader of like, the I was like, who else is gonna be be trying to like manipulate what's going on? And I don't know. It just seems no, very see saying, like, obvious. How, how can you blame him whenever it's the guy in the faction doing it? But who else would? Who do who it? else is going to be doing this? Yeah, to try to take over the faction. <laughs> um, uh, but um, here here's the thing. I want to pause this because it's scaring me. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna. We're gonna. You have anything? Wait, else no, it's that just match? taking a second. Cause okay, it's... but they did this one time when, with Thor and Frozen. Do it. Go, 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 go. Wait, is that all you have for this match, though? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Record. All right. Oh, well, here we are. We had to. We had to go potty. We had a potty break save, for ourselves. Well, it was a save break, so we can. Oh, make... that's yeah. That's the lie we're going with. A save break. We had to save with our save break. You know. Should we bring your notes up? All right. Time for the Google Notes app. Very reliable. Look how stupid it is. All right. Okay, there we go. All right, next matchup, we have a match that apparently Gable forgot to watch. Evil, Sonata, and Naito. What? No, not again. Yeah. What? <laughs> Evil, Sonata, and... What? Why is it not here? I'm so confused right now. Mm-hmm. Ah! You're confused. I'm confused why there's no... Fo- my notes are here. Dude, Gate... Tito was talking about a creep show special release coming out and gave me all this info about it. And I said, that sounds awesome. I can't wait to get that. And then I go to the legendary muffin ass and he goes, I've never really looked. Does he have a muffin ass or did? <laughs> <laughs> wait, who? <laughs> T- 
Tom, hello, I'm Tom Savini. I have a legendary muffin ass. <laughs> Wait, Tom Savini? <laughs> yeah, you mentioned Tom Savini in the thing. Tom Savini was in a, from Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah. I just saw him in there. Yeah, you did. I just watched that for the first time the other day. I'm very proud of um, I forgot um, that. I have to pronunciate. Enunciate. Um, okay, so we have the, the missing match, Evil, Sonata, and Naito versus Suzuki, Zack Sabre Jr., and Taka Michinoku. Um, there wasn't really much to this match. I can see why you forgot it. What do you rate it? Uh, we're going to say two. Okay. Uh, I do remember having a thought during this match where I... <laughs> having a... I had a thought. <laughs> yeah. Where I was like, why Why are they uh, doing a... Uh, uh, it felt like they were doing a hype match after the main match already happened. I, I imagine you sitting there and then you're just like following, like watching your bundle fly all over your living room. And then he lands on the TV. And then you're like, and then you're like, oh yeah, and you have a thought and then he starts flying around again. Next thing you know, it's over. Brundle fly. <laughs> it's so funny because when you're over, that's all I would do is get distracted by the fly. Tito goes Romero or Savini. <laughs> that's who we're talking about. Oh, my word. Um, Naito took a rough bump over the guardrail at some point, which looked like it hurt. There was great shit. There was great shit in this match with Evil and Zack Sabre Jr. trading submissions. And then Sabre was doing his like cool submission stuff, just climbing all over Evil's body everywhere and putting him in different submissions, which was cool. Um, evil hit everything is evil on Taka and the Los Ingobernables de Japon won by pinfall. Yeah. I'm going to say two. Okay, then. Uh, the commentators mentioned a couple times Naito wanting to recruit a new member for Los Ingobernables. Wonder who it could be. Didn't they, didn't they talk about that last time? For Bullet Club. Okay. Wait. For the Bullet Club OGs is what they were talking about. Oh, boy. Do we got some incoming freshmen? Is that no, what's happening? No, man. There was some sort of talk about... Uh, um, Takahashi, like, having some video he put out with a title. I didn't know what they were talking about. I never saw it, and I couldn't find it on Twitter. Or on, I couldn't find it anywhere. Hiromu? Yeah. Huh. Like, he, he, he wasn't in it, but, he like, his belt was in it or something. And I was like, okay, I, I don't know. I'll have to look more for that. But uh, I'm intrigued. I am intrigued for sure. Next, we have Bushi versus Kushida in a semifinal match for the uh, Junior Heavyweight Championship Tournament. Uh, what kind of notes you got here, kid? Um, I completely like. It's been a while since I've seen Bushi in a in a singles match. Um, I forgot about his t-shirt gimmick, and I also forgot about his miss. His what gimmick? T-shirt where he oh, takes yeah. off his shirt and tries to choke someone with it. Um, and then the 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 mist, I I completely forgot about. So when it happened, I was like, oh, what the fuck? And I was like, oh yeah, he does that. And he does do the mist. He does the mist. Um, so that was, that caught me off guard. I thought there was a really good false finish, uh, in this match as well. And, uh, then we got a back to the future for the win. Uh, Okay. Uh, well, Kushida did a rolling jumping DDT that got reversed into a face breaker. I thought was cool. I jumped in. Remember that? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Um, there's an awesome Canadian Destroyer by Bushi. I always like to mention the Canadian Destroyer because I love that fucking move. Um, I thought that one looked kind of rough. It may have been the camera angle, though. It was I, also I, weird because it was like bouncing off the ropes, and it was yeah, it, it was like it running was very. Into it. There was a lot of motion to yeah. it. Yeah, um, Bushi's MX got reversed into a double. I think to the back to the the back to the future lock, or the, the hoverboard lock. Yeah, I think that's what that was. Yeah, okay, right. and how about whenever <laughs> Red Shoes gets rolled and just takes a bump? 
he basically rolled on the mat and then just took a bump and just laid there. And that's when um uh, yeah, because because yeah. I, I whenever uh, Bushi went for the pin, didn't yeah. didn't like uh well yeah because I, I wasn't expect well, I'm, I'm not sure why I'm asking you how I felt, but I was gonna say did, um. Whenever Richie took or Bushi went for the pin, I was like, he's not going to be there to pin to pin the guy. He just got bumped. Yeah, because Bushi, Richie took the bump, and then Bushi spit the mist into Kushida, and then Bushi did this like fucking like a backslide pin, and then did a fucking like bridge on top of it. It was a really fucking cool looking. Yeah, pin. it was like it, it yeah. was like who's counting the pin, no pin here? And, and then Kushida hit two Back to the Futures. Remember, he did one where he kind of stumbled and picked him up and did a second one. Do you think it was planned to do two? I don't know. It was hard I'm, to tell. I'm going to think it is because the mist, he wasn't able to do it. Yeah. He wasn't able to do it right Dude, the first time. if the stumbling was just him selling the mist, then that was ingenious. Yeah. Um, and Kushida won by pinfall, obviously. So he's going to face the winner of Osprey versus Marty Skrull. Yeah. 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 And who do you think is going to win that match? Of uh, Osprey the, and Skrull. Um, I'm going to say... I, uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm going to say Osprey. I think Skrull, because I think they're going to do the Osprey Ibushi program. I don't think that needs a title. That's why I think Skrull's going to win it. It's going to be Skrull versus Kushida. You think... I think Osprey's out of the tournament, because I think everyone expects Osprey to beat Skrull. So they're gonna I think Skrull's going to lose to Kushida in the final. That's my guess. Hmm. Right, let me process this. Oh, scroll. Okay, okay, okay. I'm there. Man, this is the answer's gonna happen. All right. Um, and the main event. Did I say that was three? That was three. Yeah, that was a good match. Yeah, that was good. Next we have Hiroshi, Hiroshi Tanahashi nah. versus Kazuchika Okada. Nah, nah. For the Wrestle Kingdom title shot on the line. Yeah. I haven't even made an official decision on how many stars I'm giving this one. Let's talk through the stars. Alright, let's talk through the match. Oh, we can do that too. Tanahashi does a cross body over the top rope to Okada on the floor and hurts his knee. As soon as it happened, the ref and himself and everyone was sounding like a bad injury when it happened. Like he could barely even fucking stand. Yeah. And Tanahashi did an amazing fucking job selling the knee throughout this match. Yeah, that Great was, selling. That was the main story of this match is yeah. his fucking knee. Uh, there was a cool spot where Tanahashi was hanging from the top turnbuckle. He His his foot got caught and he was, fell. And he couldn't even get up. And Red Shoes had to have a couple young lions help him up. Which I thought was unique. Which fucked his knee up even more. But yeah, they did a great job telling the story of his knee. Very well done. Yeah. Um, his selling, like limping. There was a part where he was trying to, he was just punching Okada and it wasn't even hurting him because he couldn't put any weight on his knee and his, he couldn't put his hip into it, which is really cool. There was just tons of different things. There's a part where Okada threw him to do a rope check and he just fell. There's a bunch of cool things they did with the knee. I loved it. I loved that. Um, Tanahashi gives Okada a tombstone pile driver outside. Mm, this is, we're towards the end now. Yeah. Okay. And nails a high fly flow right across Okada's fucking head. That's a real high one, a real high fly flow. Yeah. Um, it, dude, I, I, I'm going to say my next note first. This match reminds me so much, and you didn't watch these, but it reminds me so much of the Okada Omega matches. Really? But yeah, but before this, the, the, the last the one. The last one? Um, it, there's just like, it, it's a, a slower and... Most of this match was slower than those for the the duration, um, but the it was a slow build up 
to what ended to with like a lot of fucking big moves, yeah, a lot of quick momentum changes, um, a lot of false finishes, um, some unexpected reversals right before some some big moves are about to Dude, get hit. Yeah, my next note, I have just awesome reversals back and forth. There was some. There was I would. I was sure. The Rainmaker was going to get hit a couple times, and it didn't. Like, yeah, they did a yeah, great dude, job tricking if, you if, with some of that. If you watch those old, uh, if you ever decide to go back and watch those old Okada Omega matches, you're going to see a lot of very similar um, structure to how the match is set up as uh, to to this compared yeah. to this one. You come a long way, Gable. Yeah, come a um, long way. But yeah, yeah, the, this the the. A particular set was the uh, that that tombstone you mentioned, yeah. And then I think a sling bit. This might be out of order, but a sling blade, and then a twist and shout, yeah. And then a blocked high fly flow that caught me really off guard. I'm like, oh yeah, this high fly is gonna with, with end. the knees, yeah. When he put his knees yeah, up? when he put his yeah. knees up, I'm like, this high fly is gonna end the match. And he threw up his knees. I'm like, oh my god, yeah. this is about to get interesting. Yeah. Um, That's when I knew the match was gonna start getting really good. Yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot of spots where I thought for sure move was getting hit. I know didn't. where I'm at. Yeah. Um, uh, Okada kicks out. <laughs> okay, so Tanahashi hits a high fly flow, and then apparently he's so hurt he can't simply lay on him, <laughs> and like he hits the high fly flow, <laughs> that rolls kinda, off of him. I will admit that was kind of yeah. weird. And then like eventually rolls back on, and, and Okada kicks out because it took so long from the pin. I'm like, ah, whatever. Um, Okada hits the spinning Rainmaker, but the next Rainmaker is reversed into a beautiful Dragon Suplex. Looked great. Yeah. Do uh, you have any more notes before the no, finish? No, I, I stopped taking notes, and I was just going to go strictly, work strictly off you from the, gotcha. from the rest. Uh, then three high-fly flows by Tanahashi in a row for the uh, Tanahashi one by pinfall. Yeah. And then after the match is when it gets good, but what, 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 uh, how many Sparkle Daves are given this? Four. I, I was gonna say I think it's four. It's four. Compared to your other ratings, I was like, this is definitely. I'd, I'd say it was a this four. This is I above agree. the other matches. Yeah. Uh, I I just the reason I waited to give it until tonight. I, I told Dave I I was. That's right. We, we we got a little bit more to talk about here. Yeah, we, yeah. We got, we got a, the, the post match stuff. You didn't want it to tarnish or affect what you thought of the match. Yeah, because uh, gotcha. I really did like this post match yeah. stuff we're about to talk oh, about. Oh boy! So Jay White runs down. And gives Tanahashi the Blade Runner, and then he starts attacking Okada, and I'm like, "Oh shit! What? This is good stuff." He goes outside. He uh, he he goes to get a chair, and he's like telling Rocky to give him the chair, and Rocky wouldn't do it, so he fucking throws Rocky into a guardrail and grabs a chair, and then Yoshihashi runs down to a big pop and fucking falls at the bottom of the ramp. You, just, <laughs> you saw this, right? Oh, dude! Hold on. Ah, uh, yeah. He fell, and I didn't see where, but afterwards, uh, Alvarez and Meltzer were talking about what happened. So he fell, he fucking hit his head right off the fucking side of the ring, which is how he got busted open. This, and you this, could, this was, this was a, like an accident? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, funny. in my notes, I have poor Yoshihashi. I felt so bad when I saw it happen. I was like, oh, I man. Even, I didn't remember him falling. Dude, he's running down. He just wipes out. Yeah. He gets up and he's bleeding. I'm like, oh my god, he fell and got accidentally busted open. And you could tell he was out of it. Like, he got hit. He hit his head hard because he's in the ring. He was moving slower. Dude, he like, looked, you could tell he, he was out of he, it. He looked like he was just in the ring with a Bella. 
Yeah, yeah, it's, that was funny. Yeah, I'm great. I'm surprised you didn't see that, dude. But man, I felt so maybe bad I saw for it him. and just thought it was like part of the match, and I was like, oh, I missed a little. Dude, it whatever. was fucking Titus O'Neil all over again. <laughs> he fuck, he ran down. It was just bam. He, I was like, where'd he go? I was like, oh man. Oh my. He, he was bleeding as soon as he got in the ring. I mean, you had to be like, why is he bleeding already? He just got in the ring. I didn't think I noticed the blood, to he be honest. He was bleeding a lot when he got in the ring. Well, I didn't notice. And then, uh, Very and that, attentive, I and, guess. Yeah, and then Jay like threw the chair in his face. Maybe you thought that's what busted him open somehow, because he hit him in the face with a chair. Yeah, I may have zo- like, zoned out to like start texting you. and I, Not zoned out, but I looked away and then texting you. Albert, uh, Meltzer and Alvarez pointed something out that was a very good point, was, was how good Jay White is at um, improvising shit. Clearly, Oshiazi wasn't supposed to fall and bust his own fucking head open. But Jay White grabs his blood and fucking wipes on his chest and is wiping on Okada and, like, making a moment out of this. You know what I mean? That wasn't even supposed to happen. Jay White's so great. I remember when we first started watching, you were like, dude, I love Jay White. And I was like, he's all right. He grew on me, and you were dead on with that. Yeah. He definitely grew on me. I just, I don't know. I like how, like, like, how much of a dick he seems like. Dude, he's a great heel. Um, So Gato comes down and grabs the chair and... I mean, honestly, it's, as soon as he grabbed the chair and stood behind him, I'm like, he's clearly turning on Okada. It was very, very obvious yeah. and blatant that it was going to happen. And and Meltzer talking about it because you didn't see it coming. I'm like, yeah, fucking right. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I, here's my question to you. And, and something after this that they pointed out, which I didn't even think of, was they have mentioned several times before this that Gato had accompanied Okada to the ring for years and years. Yeah. And after the G1, he wasn't doing it anymore. Which suddenly set this up, which I didn't even think about until after it happened. You go yeah. back and you go back and look at it. He stopped coming to the ring because something happened and he, he thought Okada was losing it, so he's going to turn on him, which I thought was really cool that they subtly hinted at that, which I didn't even pick up on until after. But my question is, do you think it would have been better, I think it would have, had he not stopped accompanying to the ring? And turned on him here. Uh, it would have been more shocking. I don't necessarily think better. I, I think because it's a better story that like like you, you can go back and if if someone was to go back and watch this arc, that they'd be able to see this happen, and it would yeah. be better writing in the long run. And that way, it, you can kind of even tell that it it, it kind of complements New Japan. It's not like oh, this is a uh, Last-minute decision they made to have For him shock turn. value. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's true. It's just the thing is, it's like, as I was sitting there, I was like, oh, man, I wish I didn't just know what's about to happen, you know? Like... Yeah. Which is... Dude, even when it was happening, I was like, oh, fuck, is he... he he's gonna... Oh, my God, I think he's gonna do this. I was just, like, sitting there just, like, waiting. I'm like, come on, uh, hit him. Uh, it was, like, one of those things where, like, you know it's gonna happen, and as soon as it happens, you're like, oh, shit, he did do it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I thought it was really cool that, like... They kind of built it without even realizing it, and then it was, a, it was a nice payoff. So Gato said that White beat both of them, so the briefcase should be his. And I'm like, he's fucking right. Yeah. He did beat both of them in the G1. Oh, my God. What which, if, what which if I White forgot. wins the suitcase? He's not. That'd be crazy. Which I forgot how much sense it makes for White to do this. I'm like, White beat them both, and he's just been fucking like... You know, not doing anything about it. But it them. makes sense for White to beat Okada because he beat Okada for the fucking U.S. belt. Dude, I, don't think, I really don't think they're doing Okada in Omega, or White in Omega at okay. Wrestle Kingdom. I don't. I think they're giving Tanahashi this last, like, they're giving him the spotlight and this big run. But that would, that would make, like, 
that would be even more impactful for the fucking Jay White heel character because you're taking that away from him. Here's the thing. He's the one. Does that make sense though? It does. Because he's taking it away from this this legend who's on his final run, and he's 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 fucking him over. Well, here, he's here's it away. the thing. Like it would give Jay White tons of heat. And it would obviously be an amazing... I think it would be a better match than Omega and Tanahashi, in my opinion. I'd rather see them. Yeah. But if you look at a card and you look at Omega versus Jay White or Omega versus Tanahashi... It just looks better. Clearly one is a bigger a bigger draw. You know what I mean? I think if you, I think if they build Jay White another year or so, I think they can get him to that level. Because Okada, uh, Okada, from what I hear and what, from what people talk about, Okada, whenever he first got thrown in the main event, he wasn't ready for it. He's like at Jay, Jay White's level right now, but he built and he got like bigger, and now he's like you know a, a, a big name over there. All but, right, all right, hear me out here. Hear me out here. Next year, Wrestle Kingdom, Omega still has the belt, and it is a all-out fucking Bullet Club versus Chaos War. K- Jay White. Is now the leader of chaos. He's the leader of What's chaos. What's Okada doing point? though? Is he just on his own now? I don't know. I didn't. Th- I didn't. I, he, he. I just kind of like crumpled him up like paper and threw him. <laughs> That's what you should do because I don't think he's that great. I don't think he's awful either. If, I don't think he's awful. I think he's seeing the similarities between that Tanahashi Okada match and the Omega Okada match, I'm starting to think that some of the genius in those matches not did not rest on Omega, but rested on Okada. Well, it could be things that Okada picked up from Tanahashi too. I mean, Omega. I mean, because well, Tanahashi and Okada had several, lots of matches before he fought Omega. This is like their twelfth match together, yeah. so he could have learned a lot of like in ring stuff from Tanahashi, who's been around forever and kind of carried it over and used some of that stuff in the Omega match. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's all it's all in a pot. That's stewed together, that works together very well in flavor. That's yes. all I know. All these yes. things. You know what's funny? How much and how weird it is to say it? Dude, Okada reminds me of The Rock so much. Really? Like, from watching The Rock in the 90s, the facial expressions Okada makes and stuff like that, and the way he moves and the way he moves and shit, he reminds me so much of The Rock. <laughs> like, obviously not his promo, because I can't understand Japanese, but just like his facials and his mannerisms stuff reminds me of The Rock, but... Dude, I thought this post-match angle was so fucking great. Dude, New Japan's booking is amazing. Yeah. I was, I was, after I watched and texted, that's why I was like, when are you watching this? Yeah. I was like, I want to fucking talk about this because it was yeah, this, so cool. This was great. I, dude, this is, this is the stuff that makes me really love wrestling. Yeah. And Kelly, Kevin Kelly said White's challenging Tanahashi next, so at some point they're going to be fighting. He's going to shot at the briefcase, so looks like White's getting the big push, which does make me very happy. Another thing about these big moments is, like, if you're a wrestling fan, like, five, five ten years from now, you can be like, remember when fucking, from, uh, when, when, uh, Jay White came out and fucking jumped the the, the Tanahashi Okada match, yeah. and that's when he started taking over Chaos, and who knows if there's, like, some, like, massive Chaos reign that, like, just like blows up in the wrestling industry as well. And look back, I'm like, that was when it started. That's when man. it started, dude. Did you notice Kelly selling the Gato turn? When I wa- I went back and watched it again. Whenever he hits him, the angle is where you can kind of see the tops of the heads of all the commentators. Kelly jumps up and goes like, "What?" Like screams and jumps out of his <laughs> Kelly's chair. So great, dude. It was great. Kelly but- is <laughs> Kelly is. The- Hands down, the best fucking commentator in my opinion. He's my favorite commentator right now. Yeah, he is. Um, when I, dude, I never who, thought I'd ever compares? say, dude. Having watched him in the nineties, I never thought I'd say oh, that. You like, you like Jr. I like Jr. a lot. Yeah. 
Um, that's why I'm so excited to see them together. But and, and dude, the other thing I love about New Japan, their booking and their storylines and the way it, it's, it seems so real. Because like, j- it's so dumb to say, but just the swearing. Like whenever, whenever like stuff's going down and like someone's like, "What the fuck?" or "Fuck," and like it's that's it, how people talk. Yeah, it makes it it adds realism to it whenever you do stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like in mm. WWE's, t- whenever I'm watching fucking WWE and their TV PG bullshit, and someone's like, "What the heck?" I'm like, dude, this sounds so fucking fake and stupid. Like, no one really talks like this. Unless it's WWE Christian or something. What the H-E double hockey sticks (laughs) is happening here? So so that's it. That's it, man. That's all. That's it. That's it for Destruction Night, Destruction in Kobe. You know what I like about JR? Makes some good jerky. Dude. (laughs) That jerky was really good. That was some good jerky. Yeah. His barbecue sauce is amazing, Is there somewhere I can buy the jerky? And he can buy it online. I don't want to buy jerky online. Yeah, you have to be a dick about it. You can go to his store in Oklahoma. Ah, hey, all right. That's more Very convenient. accessible, very accessible. Um, so uh, make sure you guys subscribe on YouTube, Break Room BS. Subscribe to our channel. Follow us on Twitter at Break Room BS, the number one, Break Room BS one. And message us on YouTube, message us on Twitter. I'm going to keep saying this until someone fucking does it. Well, more people do it. Um, so do that. And then you can listen to our shit anywhere through Anchor. It's on everywhere. Um, yeah. That's it. You got anything else to add, Gable? Uh, Wu-Tang! Yeah, Wu-Tang. Oh, come on.